0: Welcome to the Community of Broken Spirit Podcast. We are a group of people who unwittingly became a community when we found ourselves together in a business. Through years of meeting and working together, we, from different church backgrounds, discovered just what it takes to love one another, once and all. As God empowered us to comprehend His incredible love, we found ourselves more and more distant from the institutional church, finding is somewhat consumed, preoccupied, and quite removed from the lives we live. It was not exactly a healthy place to be in for us and for our families. We return to his simple gospel, to know God, to be loved, and to love one another. Perhaps this place may inspire some that us before, who inadvertently found themselves without a life or church, to desire after Him again. Each season, we will be sharing stories of our members, sharing the raw, unedited journey of how we came to find Christ and what our lives look like today. We hope by sharing our stories, we can inspire others to avoid the mistakes we made and encourage each other to keep going.
1: Welcome to season six of our podcast, Hearing the Voice of God. Well, 10 years ago, I taught this lesson for COPS members called the 4D. 4D stands for the four disciplines. The entire teaching recorded on video is available for members on our website. For this podcast, I will share the first of the four Ds, hearing the voice of God, which is extracted mostly from the video recordings. I will leave the Lord to tell me when I can teach the other three Ds, which are prayer, worship and spiritual warfare, especially spiritual warfare because this lesson cannot be taught without the anointing of the Holy Spirit. When I first taught it years ago, we had to fast and pray from days to weeks. There was so much warfare and we can only start after God has broken through for us. So let us start with the first D, hearing the voice of God. A lot of people ask me this, You know Sarah, you say God says to you this and that, what do you mean? What does it mean to hear God? I cannot hear Him. So I always give this analogy, When you were born as a baby, did you speak English? No, right? You can't speak English from the moment you are born, right? But you learn how to speak it by going to school and talking to your parents, right? So if one day your phone rings, you don't recognize the number, but you pick up the phone and a stranger on the line says, Hello, son, this is your father speaking. You would know that it's not your father on the other line, right? You would recognize your father's voice, wouldn't you? I would. Even babies recognise their parents' voice. I remember when my eldest daughter Nikki was very young. I went on an overseas trip and I would just talk to her on the phone. She can't even speak yet. But she recognised my voice and she would respond to it. So, since we are created by God, we are also God's babies. As His baby, Naturally, we can hear and recognise his voice. Let me share with you another interesting story concerning my baby daughter. One night, when my husband and I were having seafood dinner in the East Coast with some friends, we received a frantic call from our middle-aged helper, Letty. Now, Letty is a very experienced helper, especially in caring for babies. But this time, she, she was panicking on the phone. She told me that Nikki is running a very, very high fever and her eyes have rolled up and she cannot even see the dark part of the eyes anymore, only the white part. She was running a fever of 39.8 degrees Celsius, which is really very high. So we dropped everything and we rushed back from the East Coast. But on the way back, we faced a really huge traffic jam on the highway. I was praying in tongues all the way home. When I reached home, Letty was completely pale. Nikki was crying very hard. Her nose was blocked, her fever was still raging, and we couldn't see her pupils. It was so scary. Letty was shaking. She kept trying to soothe Nikki in her arms. I immediately laid hands on Nikki's head. That was one of the few times in my life that I really prayed in tongues like I've never had before. And at that very moment when I began to pray in tongues, which is the spiritual language of God, Nikki calmed down, and she became quiet. She stopped crying. Her eyes rolled back to normal. I was so relieved to see these two big black pupils looking very intently at me, like she understood what I was saying. Within minutes and in fact seconds, her fever came down. So you see, as a baby, she didn't know any English yet. But yet she understood the language of the Holy Spirit. Thank God, she recovered from that scary episode with any, without any harm or damage to her brains or anywhere. And thank God, we could speak the only language she understood then. And for the power of healing through the prayers in the Spirit of God. I personally do not like to pray in tongues, of, or often enough. But desperate times call for desperate action. And that's when I realized this truth. Babies know and recognize the Heavenly Father's voice because they have not learned the human language. It is when we learn the human language that we forget the language of God. So, this leads me to the next question How can we regain this lost ability to be able to understand the language of God once again? For this, let us go back to where the language of God first presented itself, to its origin. Let's read John chapter 1. If you have your Bible with you, perhaps we can read it together. I will read from verse 1 to 5. And I'm reading from the NIV, the New International Version. Shall we start? John chapter 1, verse 1. Now let us continue from verse 9 to 14. Verse 9. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, He gave the right to become children of God. Verse 13, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. Verse 14, the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Isn't John 1 mysterious intriguing? It is like a cryptic puzzle or riddle. When I was young, I loved to solve riddles. So when my first mentor helped unravel this riddle, many, many years ago, when I first started as a Christian, I was so excited. Through these verses, you will discover where the language of God first presented itself and how he has enabled mankind to regain it when they lost it. I was in awe when my first mentor first shared this during our Bible study meeting decades ago and I'm sure you'll be amazed by it too. So now let's start unraveling this mystery. John wrote in verse 1 that in the beginning, there was the word and the word became flesh. The Bible in my hands is also known as the word of God. What is written in the 66 books of the Bible refers to the logos. L O G O S. It is a Greek word for word, thought, or speech. In Greek, logos also mean reason and wisdom. However, in John chapter 1 verse 1, The word that becomes flesh and in the beginning was the word. John didn't write it as a word with a small w, but as the word with a capital W. And that word in Greek is rima, r-h-e-m-a. Remember this word rima. I will explain the difference later. So we continue reading John. And the word, the capital W, was with God. The word capital W, was God. He was with God in the beginning. So now, let me ask you another question. Which other books in the Bible start with the phrase, in the beginning? It is the first book of the Bible, the book of Genesis, of course. So, let's take a look at Genesis, the first chapter the first book of the Bible, the first chapter, verses 1 and 2. It starts with, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So this phrase, In the beginning, is both in John chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 1, right? And so, who was there in the beginning? Let us look at the words very carefully. In Genesis chapter 1, it writes, God created the heavens. In John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word, with a capital W, and the Word was with God. So, you can see God was not alone, right, when he created the universe. And the word was God and was with God in the beginning. So, where's the word in Genesis chapter 1? Because it says in verse 1 of Genesis that in the beginning, God created heavens and earth, and the earth was formless and empty, right? So, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the dark waters. So, you can see in Genesis chapter 1, we have God, the Creator, and God's Spirit. But then, where is the Word? Now, let's jump to verse 3 of Genesis chapter 1. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. So here is the word when God said it out, words spoken directly out of his mouth in his audible voice. Did you get it? Now let's go back to John chapter 1 again. So in the beginning was the word. Do you see the word in the beginning now? In the beginning of creation. John writes in chapter 1, verse 1 In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And the Word was God, right? So, the Word was with God in the beginning of the creation of heavens and earth. And it gets even clearer. Now, you read verse 3 again. Through Him, all things were made. Without Him, nothing was made that has been made. When God appeared over earth... The earth was empty and formless, and the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. That means the earth was just water then, right? Was there any creation yet? No. It was only when God spoke the word that things came into existence. That's why John chapter 1 says, Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. So in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, When God spoke the words, let there be light, the word came out from his mouth and there was light. So from the words spoken in his audible voice came the land, the sun, moon, birds, trees, animals, humans, and so on. Isn't this amazing? Do you see it? I was so amazed when I first saw it. The three Godhead, God, His Spirit, and the Word, working hand in hand in the whole creation of the heavens and of the earth, this earth that we live in. There are only a few occasions like this in the Bible where the Father, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit appeared visibly or audibly together at the same time. Only a few times in the Bible. Those times are usually associated with creation of something massive or powerful or significant that's going to happen. Can you name some of these times? I can name one, the baptism of Jesus at the River Jordan. It was witnessed by the crowds waiting to be baptised by John the Baptist. The sky had then opened up and the Holy Spirit of God descended upon Jesus as a dove And the father said, This is my beloved son. Listen to him. It was after this baptism of the Holy Spirit that Jesus' public ministry on earth began. At the age of 30, accompanied by signs and wonders, supernatural works of healing, unparalleled wisdom and insight, bold and authoritative speech that stumped even the most learned man in his time that even legions of demons begin to flee just at his presence or with his name. So there is the beautiful act of our Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to help us children who have lost our understanding of his language or recognize his voice to return to him. He sends Jesus, the word, the word, as a human, to speak with us and teach us in our human language once again. And this is just the beginning of the restoration of our ability to hear God's voice. Which leads me to what I said earlier. How can we rediscover the language of God that we once knew as babies, which we lost after learning the human language? This I will continue in the next episode. To prepare for the next episode, May I request that you read through John chapter 1 slowly and thoroughly. Thank you.
0: Hi there, if you found that this episode resonates with you, or if you would like to share your story, please drop a review at Apple Podcast. It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content of this podcast. By doing so, you will also help more people find this podcast. If you are interested, we also have a blog at communityofbrokenspirit.org. Again, it's communityofbrokenspirit.org, where we post twice a week stories and parts of our members' journals from past and present years. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter.